0: Welcome to In the Trenches with your boy LeVar Hamlin, the first responder here in Chicago. Got a lot to get into today. Um, Talking about sports for the most part, you know, uh, Monday going into Tuesday. Uh, That's what I like to call the midnight show. I get a chance to put on my midnight voice, radio voice, and see where things go. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about is Got to play for, of course uh, Week 13 A lot of teams A lot of anomalies today uh, A lot of top t- Some of the top teams With the records in the NFL today Took blows, took losses, man uh, Just one of those Ah, uh, funky weeks, man But, you know, hopefully next week We got a lot of good games on the schedule I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'll be able to get back on track that way. Uh, tough loss in New York, of course. Um, honestly, you know, before the season started, I had actually picked them to lose. I seen the progression of the team change to a win, and once I seen Trubisky didn't play, um, I went back to status quo that I had in the beginning of the season. Uh, with that being said, um, I'm starting to like this Bears team. Um, a lot of playmakers this team has to get. uh would like to see them crank up the running game a little bit more. And execute all the way around a little bit more. Get the killer instinct mentality going head into the playoffs. Because as it stands right now, you might get one home game at Soldier Field and then you're on the road, and that's not where you want to be in the playoffs. But hey, if you want, if you have aspirations on winning the Super Bowl, you're gonna to have to win on the road because you can't play at home. Uh, I'm gonna shift to this, uh, Made based on my Bears fans happy. I know a lot of Chicago Packers fans that's waking up about ready to kill themselves, but Packers fired. Uh, Mike McCarthy, right after the game, the loss to uh, Arizona Cardinals, Um, I wish I could have said I didn't see this coming, because I did, and they chunked a lot of money out to Aaron Rodgers, Uh, he's the Green Bay Packers right now, so, you know, nobody wants to hear this, but whatever Aaron wants, Aaron's going to get, and... It's going to be a hard road for Green Bay because the next coach is going to have to have some kind of rapport with Aaron Rodgers. And if Aaron Rodgers is going to be defiant in the huddle, in that locker room, and not get on the same page with the coaching staff, uh, it's going to be a long few years until you get back on track. I've been a Bears fan for a long time, so I see how these things play out. And with the new GM, with no track record of actually running the team, it's going to be tough. Uh, you also got quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Three starts, 3-0. I love the young man, how he stays quiet, goes out there and plays ball, you know. I'm um, interested to see his growth, to watch this young man's growth, you know, coming out of college. Um ran a pro style offense I'm just I'm really waiting to see when they put some weapons around this guy and he has an off season to learn a new playbook that's gonna be in tune with his skill set uh Kansas City uh released Kareem Hunt uh some video that surfaced um you know, got to sit here and put this out. You never should, as a man, you should never condone another, another man or any man hitting a woman, you know, under any circumstances. Uh, so one of the hardest things to do is to get up and walk away. And that's something that he didn't do. And it possibly may have cost this man a career, you know, uh, It just takes that one second of a bad decision and you can go from being on top of the world to just like another ordinary guy out here uh not only on the sports side but in the real life side we got to teach our youth youth a lot better of how to conduct themselves you know to people too many people in their feelings and want to show out in public and not knowing how to keep things private among each other due to social media and uh, peer pressure and in, in in today's society. So we're gonna have to do better, you know, for the guy for the people that's you know dirty enough. We have to sit here and do better and, you know, teach our youth, you know, the better way, the more mature way of how to handle things. Um uh, Andrew Luck, Drew Brees, you know, seemed like they put a, a, a nice little uh heat in a MVP chances this week. Uh you know, like I said it was a funky week, you know. Another uh, two other people that one person that strengthened his case for M V P in the NFL is Patrick McCombs. The guy has a cannon, you know, and he knows how to use it. With a good aim as we can see. And uh, the other guy is Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers went to Pittsburgh, pulled out a win, and he's been playing some nice hot ball lately. You know, I love his resilience and his grit. You know, and that's something that should be commended for. Uh, if I had to guess right now, uh, make my early predictions as we speak. Um, it's gonna be it's a hard one, you know. Very hard, but if I'm gonna, if you force me to choose an MVP this year, I, I I would love for it to be Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers this year. You know, Patrick McCombs burst on the scene. I think these last couple weeks are going to be a little difficult. Uh, they they pulled out the win against Oakland, but hey, everybody is these days. Uh, but San Diego and, and and New Orleans have been playing lights out football all season long, and you just can't count those those two teams out, you know. And I'm I'm kind of pushing for both of those guys to win co MVPs. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time, you know. Uh, back, if I'm not mistaken, two thousand four, two thousand three, two thousand four. You know, you had Steve McNair pay many be co MVPs and and, and deservingly. So I'm kinda of hoping that we get to see that this year. Uh, if you want to say offensive player of the year, uh might go for Patrick McCombs for that one these lights out. Uh, if you want to go for defensive player of the year that's this is where it gets a little tricky. Uh Aaron Donald for the Rams leads the league in sacks with 16. Khalil Pack has 9 sacks, missed two games. Uh, has leads the, but he also leads the league in forced fumbles. And I think fumble recoveries I got to double check that stat, but get those two guys defensive player of the year uh recognition. But I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench and put a third name out there. Nobody's really talking about right now, and it's time to start talking about it. Eddie Jackson from Chicago to free safety. The more I watch this kid plays, he start he's reminded me more and more of a young Ed Reed. You know, just a, a ball hawking guy, very smart, very intelligent. Uh. I could tell that this guy film study is immaculate. Just, just you can't describe it. You know, he's at the right place at the right time. Has terrific range, ball hawking ability. You know, and I think since 2015, has five uh, returns for touch, defensive returns for touchdowns, which is the most of any player in the league. And he was drafted in 2017. So that they, they goes to show you how special of a player this guy is. Uh it's time to start giving giving Eddie Jackson some national love as we speak. Uh I'm gonna shift over offensive rookie of the year. I'm gonna say I'm a the jury's still out. Um I like what Quentin Nelson did, does for the Colts. Offensive alignment really don't get a lot, a lot of shine. But I'm looking at this guy. and Andrew Luck is healthy this year. I like he's going to finish out the season. And you got you a guy that just solidified that. helps solidify that offensive line for the Colts. Uh. Can't forget about Saquon Barkley. He is something special. I seen it against the Bears. The guy is really something special. Uh. You got Baker Mayfield, but some of the turnovers that Baker's making, it's gonna hurt his chances. But if you had to put my my, my foot to the fire uh, right now, I think it's Saquon say Barkley. Uh, if you're gonna force me to say like a close second, uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with Anthony Miller from Chicago. Um, I think he's up there with. Among the lead, uh, among the team leaders in touchdowns and receptions for the Bears, you know uh, his style of play. I'm looking at it, and he is just he plays the, he plays the game like you would want him to play. And rookie defensive player of the year, uh, as a Chicagoan, I would love, absolutely love, to pick Roquan Smith, but I can't do or or Bradley Chump in Denver. But I can't do that. I'm going to throw a name out there. And uh, on another podcast show I did. A draft special. And I said. This kid was the second coming of Steve Atwater. And his name is Derwin James. Plays for San Diego. The guy can do it all. And I think Eddie Jackson. Is the best safety in the game. Right now. Uh, I guess by default. Because. Earl Thomas is out for the season. But I think Eddie Jackson's the best safety in football right now. But right on his heels is this guy Derwin James. The guy can come up. He can hit you. He can cover you in coverage. He's a big guy. Built like a linebacker. Runs a 4 three forty out from the safety position. Uh, he can come down to the box and act as an extra linebacker. Or he can cover that single high safety and be a ball hawker like He's in the Rice game over there in San Diego. And he's showing me something. So keep it out. Those are my picks. Keep it out for them. We're going to go on to the college football playoff. Uh, I have a lot of reservations about this. Yet, uh, Clemson, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Notre Dame. Uh you can't argue with either one of those teams but let me take this a step further this is one of the times where I think the NCAA is a choke uh, you have a bunch of guys southern guys that runs this the committee for the NCAA and it's playoff uh, second year in a row no Big Ten teams are even allowed to sniff into the playoff Uh, you can't say that it's out there it's fair it's this and it's that when you exclude one of the power conferences and this past year yeah SCT has seven teams but the Big Ten also has seven ranked teams as well in the top 25 Uh, and not only that but you got uh UCF, uh University of Central Florida. Undefeated season. They don't even get mentioned in the same breath to challenge for the NCAA playoff, which is a travesty. Uh kids down there doing things the right way. I, I watch this team play. That the team is like they, they offense is like the Golden State Warriors of football. Like it's wide open, it's spread. They got some very good schematics down there, and this backup quarterback Mac, he showed me a lot of something uh, in, this, in the conference championship game against Memphis. And I'm interested to see, I'm curious to see how his career is gonna go forth because he showed me a lot of something, a lot of something as well. Uh, at some point, you're gonna have to. Do away with this college playoff, or get you an outside committee to make these decisions for the bowl games. Because let's face it, even last year, you know, um, Ohio State did what they had to do. Do they never got an invitation or considered for a playoff? You know, uh, these SEC teams go; they get the cupcake schedules. And it's a weak conference. It's weaker than the Big Ten conference. They beat up on each other, and then that's it. You know they're they're in the championship games, and there's no consequences. Whereas the Big Ten does a little bit tougher out of conference schedule, and then they play for the big the, the big smash mouth football in the Big Ten. So the college football has to be redone. Plain and simple. Uh, also, college football, the finalists for the highest, came out uh, quarterback from Oklahoma, quarterback from Alabama, and the QB from Ohio State. Uh, to me, it's, 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 I will say, Oklahoma. Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but. That's one pick for the Heisman. Um, me personally, I can't never get on board with a coach glorified uh, on the college level gets an opportunity to coach pros quits six games into the season just to go back to a college uni- uh, university them on a map and now he's deemed like he can't do no wrong and he's untouchable and he's the greatest coach alive and i look at his system which is very simplistic you know and safe uh i just never got on with guys that that with that or the stuff that the media puts out there because everybody has a track record and at the end of the day When they got tough for you on the pro level You left You quit And If I was an athletic director That's not the attitude I would love That's not the attitude I would like to Infuse into my organization When things get tough You quit and you move on I I just don't like that message We're going to make a shift here Uh, Basketball uh, everybody that knows me knows I'm an advocate, Chicago fan for any sport. About time they fired Fred Hoiberg. Uh, he should have never got the job in the first place. Uh, even when they hired him, there was nothing concrete to let you know that he should have replace Tom Thibodeau. And at the time, Tom Thibodeau coached that team and. Built that team from... The 12th man... All the way up until the superstar. He... Actually... Talking about Tom Thibodeau... Stayed in Chicago for five years. This team made the playoffs... All five years. Three of those years... He didn't have his superstar player. And... He still won over 70% of his regular season games he was ultimately judged by the postseason and the fact that he wasn't a puppet to the management the front office of the Chicago Bulls but the man can coach you know and if you work if you work on your craft and you and he makes you work uh, he's having a proven reputation of improving franchises and teams um, but like I said, there was no justifying that, and he only had one playoff, one playoff run, and he never made no adjustments. Uh, just morale and everything was cold. This was all the way down with Fred Hoiberg. I'm so glad that they made this move now it's time to see paxton golf woman gone you know uh if we can't see that then we need new ownership because if you're not gonna hold nobody that works for you accountable because they're not making you better or or have the same interests as you do you have to get rid of them and it starts with the owners, to be honest with you, the Ryan West family. Uh, I like them, and, you know, they do what they need to do. And you keep those people around, even though that, that's the cancer mentality that you've... Well, that's the cancerous culture that you set for your, your, your franchise, because... You got these guys because you like them. They can't do no wrong. And then there's no accountability. And if there's no accountability in the front office, how can you expect there to be any kind of accountability among the players? Let's actually plan for you on the football field. Just a little food for thought. Uh, With that said, I'm kind of wrapping up this show show in the trenches right now. Um, Please... Join me tomorrow. I will be on uh, Bring Your A Game Sports Talk. I will be on the live and direct show uh, tomorrow. Um, if not tomorrow for me, I will also I may also do a show Wednesday. Um, in the trenches, we're gonna switch up the topics a little bit. It's probably probably gonna spin off into some form of. Uh, everyday stuff It might be I'm kind of wrestling between You know Infidelity and relationships Right now But That's, that's coming up On Wednesday's show um, With that said a hey, Thank you for being In the trenches With me tonight uh, Hopefully you enjoyed The tunes The conversation The insight Of everything I laid out for you tonight And Remember The journey of success is never obtained from a comfortable position. In order to succeed or to reach dreams, your dreams and goals beyond reach that you originally thought of, you're going to be in some uncomfortable positions to make the ride and the journey well worth it. And with that said, I'm tuning out. Peace.